Hey guys, welcome back to The Bold Hustle. It is Whitney Duenas, the voice and face of this podcast. And happy freaking Monday. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Happy Hanukkah. Happy... So many things are going on right now. But it is Monday. It's the start of a new week. It's the almost like best time of the year for some of us. And if it's not the best time of the year for you... I hope that it only gets better from here. I know that sometimes this time of the year is harder for certain people. And just know that we're all here with you. We're supporting you. And we want you to also have the best time of the year as well. So power through. Kick off your Monday right. I normally do my three wise first. And then the to be honest. But my to be honest is normally like out of the blue. And my wise pretty much go into the reason why I'm making this podcast. Like the topic of it. Which today it's health and passion. Um, so we're going to do my to be honest first and my to be honest, since it is the end of 2019 and we normally look back and say, wow, damn, this year was so effing hard. I don't like this. I didn't like how I did that. I got my heart broken. I failed at something where we always focus on the negative versus focusing on the positive that we did. So I've recently been taking everyone into a three-minute journey at the end of my classes saying, hey, think of all the good things you've done this year, not the bad, which brings me into my to be honest. So to be honest, stop with the fucking negativity. I can't stand when people are negative all the time. It really puts a burden on your friendships, your relationships, your self-esteem, your personality. When you start to find all the negative in every single thing that you do, it's time to take a step back, maybe start meditating, maybe think of the positives, and really just focus on your inner self instead of focusing on your outer self and spreading all of that negativity towards everyone else. So I once had a friend that I ultimately had to end that friendship because of her negative outlook on everything, which broke my heart because I wanted to be friends for my entire life, but I know what I need in a friend as well as them knowing what they need in friends. And sometimes it just doesn't mash well. And it's actually like a very hard topic to me. But when it when you realize that you no longer need to be friends with someone, take that step back and really think what are the pros and cons of this relationship? If those cons outweigh those pros by far, it's time to step away, whether that's Letting your friend know first and trying to see if they'll improve or sometimes your help or your thoughts on what they need to improve on are taken more negatively to them than positively and you're just trying to help someone out. So sometimes it's nice to differentiate between the two. I, which brings me to the topic of being toxic and toxic relationships. So the other day, let me see if I can find it. Someone had posted and was like, don't let cutting toxic people out of your life leave you single and 50 years old. One, it's not bad to be single at 50 years old. Um, If I didn't want a family, I probably would be single at 50 years old. Um, So no way was that geared towards hurting those single 50-year-old people out there, but Rather, it was saying, if you read between the lines a little bit and not take everything to the heart, it's pretty much saying just don't allow yourself to become that millennial or Gen X, whatever Gen we are, Gen Z, whatever it is. Um, Don't let those, oh my gosh, they're so toxic. I need to get them out of my life. Oh my gosh, my mom yelled at me one time. She's toxic. I don't even like her anymore. She's no longer my mom. That's not like what you should do. So, which brings me back to last week's episode of communication. So... They're not toxic. 
if they're helping, trying to help you improve. Maybe you don't agree. Maybe you should really communicate that back and forth. Um, but don't just go ahead and assume that someone's toxic because they said one thing to make you mad or they did one thing wrong or they didn't talk to you in a few days. I've been best friends with my best friend, Mia Wilson. Shout out to her. She lives in D.C. since sixth grade, I want to say, since I lived on Guam. So we're going on at least 15 years right now. Um, so had I have not talked to her for two years at a time or I don't know, it's just with her, I cannot talk to her for two months and then talk to her and it will be like we never lost a second of time. I'm like all over the place this morning. I think I'm also getting sick. So brain fog is huge. But that's pretty much right to be honest. Just stop with the negativity, whether it's personally, with your family, with relationships, with friends, figure out where you want to be. And if it doesn't help your future self, then that's when you can cut it off. That's when you can say, hey, they are being toxic to myself. They are preventing me from reaching my five-year goals or my 10-year goals or even like next week's goals. I always preach, move those mountains, girls, and during class, find that mountain. And if your friends aren't willing to scale up that mountain with you or help you scale up that mountain, then that's when you can decide, hey, this friendship is no longer beneficial for either party and you're being way too negative for the lifestyle that I want to live. And that's pretty much just that. Um, sorry if that's a little bit more blunt than I expected it to be, but sometimes you do have to draw that line. And once that line's crossed, that line's crossed. But now it's time to move on to my three whys. So this week, my first why is because I am the woman that wants to help find a cure for lupus. It's a lifelong dream of mine, and I really hope it happens while I am alive. But obviously, this fight with cancer, that takes first place over a lot of things. Um, and that's been going on for years and years and years. So if I saw a cure for lupus in my lifetime, I would be so happy. And anyway, I would give my soul to find a cure for lupus to prevent everyone else from going through the shit that I have to go through. My second why is because I am the woman that schedules her day to reduce stress. So I used to have this little block timer cube. Had 1, 5, 10, 20, 30. 1, 5, 10, 20, 30. I think there are six sides on a block. So maybe 45, 2. Um, and then as soon as it rang, you would flip it to whatever else your next task is. So... Let's say I wanted to do 20 seconds or 20 minutes scheduling out social media before we had our intern. Then I would spend those 20 minutes scheduling out social media. Whenever it went off, I would save it, close it, put that on my list of things to do. I have to finish social media. I estimate it would take 15 minutes. So then my next task, figuring out the schedule, fixing the schedule on for Barbara the Bay. I'd put 45 minutes. Do it for 45 minutes. Once it's done, save it, close it out, write down if I finished it or not. Maybe I finished it early and I can start a new task. Maybe I don't. It really keeps you on track of yourself as well as not letting yourself get too stressed because you know you're going to come back to it with that little block timer somewhere in your day, maybe tomorrow, maybe the end of the week. It's just going to get done. My third why is because I am the woman that wants a family. And if any of you guys are from middle school, high school, college, post-college up until probably like January of this year I had never wanted a family um I didn't want kids 
I don't know if I even do want kids currently, um, but I didn't want a family. I didn't want to get married. I wanted to be single. I want to live my best life. Um, <laughs> when me and one of my girlfriends both got cheated on earlier this year, we did a survey. I shit you not, we probably asked probably 50 married couples, and each one of them had said that infidelity had happened at some point in their relationship. So I just, pretty, we both were like, dude, screw this. We're never getting married. Like, we'll, not that we're promiscuous or anything like that. We just wanted to not commit ourselves to a marriage where the odds of getting cheated on were so high until you found the right person. So that changed my mindset on maybe getting married at the time. Um, so flashback to January of this year, I did want to get married. I wanted to have kids. All the whole, like, all of the above, and then come, like, April, I was like, dude, screw this. This is not my jam. Everyone gets cheated on. It's just not fun. It just takes that one person to kind of change that mindset or find someone that hadn't gotten cheated on in their marriage, and then you're like, all right, like, maybe this will work. Like, maybe there's some people out there that don't believe in cheating. I sure as hell don't. When I found out I got cheated on, I packed up all my shit that same day. And I moved out. And that made me stronger. I thought I was going to be an emotional wreck. But I called my dad at, I don't know, like 1.30 in the afternoon. And I was like, hey, so-and-so just cheated on me. And what the hell do I do? My first high school boyfriend also cheated on me all the time. That was kind of like, not mutual, but... I was just foolish enough to keep going back. This is going to be another podcast for another day. But I called my dad and he was like, pack up all your shit, move out, go find your own place. We got you. You're good. Do your own thing. You're better off without him. Packed up all my shit, was out in like four hours. And he had such great advice that he'll be on the podcast next week. Shout out to my dad. He's my best friend. I'm such daddy's girl. But we'll talk about love and relationships in another podcast episode. Um, but yeah, so then that happened and I didn't want a family and then now I do want a family again. I think it would be a lot of fun. I'm surrounded by babies all the time, so baby fever's at an all-time high, but don't worry, I won't be having kids anytime soon. Partially because of my health, which is why we are going to move on to health and passion. So, there was a quote the other day and it was super, super, super helpful to me because it stated Everything is super important until you are sick. Then you realize that the that only one thing was ever important, and that was your health. So I know I talk about autoimmune diseases a lot in all of these podcasts, but I just want to raise awareness to all of my listeners, to everyone that follows me, because, I mean, you have to be healthy. You have to raise awareness so that people know what's going on. People are like, oh, lupus? What's lupus? Same like we're like, oh, what's Guam? Like, oh, it's just a U.S. territory. How did you not learn that in history? But sidetrack or side note, I was raised thinking there was 51 states. And I thought that until I moved to North Carolina, which was my junior year of high school. And I remember it so vividly. I was on the school bus getting dropped off to my mom's office on Guam. And my bus driver excuse me, was trying to convince me there was 52 states, 50 in the mainland, and then Hawaii and Alaska. And I was like, no, there's 51. There's 49 in the mainland, Hawaii and Alaska. And so my entire life, I thought that there was at least 51 or 52 states. And then I moved to Carolina, and all of the, like, Howley kids and American kids were like, 
you're literally dumb. Like, what do they teach you on Guam? Because that is not true. And then I was like, oh, like, maybe there is only 50 states, 48 of the mainland, two other ones. But anyways, so back to our health. So this month's choices are next month's body. I live by this because if you eat shittily for the holidays, which by all means go for it, but you're going to feel it next month. And then if you eat good next month, you'll feel it. You'll feel good in February. So it's all about moderation. We were talking after dinner last night and we were talking about carbs and candy and stuff like that. And I've been eating really bad for my body. Sorry, I'm so sleepy today. But if I ate my salads and I ate my vegetable pasta with pesto sauce and yeah, that's about all I can actually eat that doesn't have soy, corn, wheat, whatever. But your health comes first. So whether that's your mental health, your physical health, your mind-body awareness, like use all of these aspects in your daily life to increase your health, whether it's drinking water when you wake up in the morning, which you definitely should be doing if you're not already, drink half of your body weight in ounces of water every day, eat your greens, eat your meats, eat your veggies, eat everything that's good for you, make sure you're consuming that on a daily basis if you're vegan or vegetarian, supplementing those with nice protein options and really getting all the nutrients your body needs. Maybe if you can't have it, you take it in pill form. For instance, I can't have any latex foods. Well, most latex foods I can't have. I can still have pineapple and stuff. So I consumed certain daily vitamins on a day or I can Oh my goodness, I consume vitamins on a daily basis that I can't necessarily get through the foods that I am allowed to eat. I can have chicken, which I made a good buffalo chicken dip yesterday for the game. It was super delicious. One of my main things too with our health is that we need to take breaths throughout the day. If you guys have an Apple Watch, it literally constantly reminds me to take deep breaths. I don't know if it's because it's con or it's tracking my heart rate or what, but let's take a time together right now to focus on our breathing. So take a long Slow breath in through your nose, fill up your lower lungs first, and then fill up your upper lungs, moving up into your chest. Hold here for three, for two, and one. Open up your lips and slowly exhale out through your mouth. Relax the muscles in your jaw, your face, your forehead, your eyebrows, your shoulder, and your stomach. Inhale back in through the nose, focusing on filling up your lower lungs only, going into your diaphragm and stomach area. For three, for two, for one, we're gonna exhale slowly out through the mouth. Inhale in through the nose, holding at the very top, repeating relax. Relax, relax, and then slowly start to exhale, still repeating, relax, relax, relax. Breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. In through the nose and out through the mouth. We're going to move on to finding passion outside of college. This was another interesting topic that I found people were wanting to hear from me. I obviously am super young. I did college, graduated at 16, did that in three years, and I also did 
or high school at 16, did that in three years, and graduated college at 19, did that also in three years. So everyone asks how I found my passion outside of college. And that actually is pretty much like a part of how I opened up Bar with Bay is because I knew my passion was in the spin and bar industry as well as in marketing. My first job wasn't completely there. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, that's pretty much how I opened up Bar with Bay is I found my passion. And passion is energy. Once you feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you, that's how you get your passion. Shout out to Oprah. She's the best. Um, that's actually one of her quotes that I literally live by. Once you find that passion, that pretty much opens up so many doors for you. So if you're passionate about the fitness industry, if you're passionate about wellness, if you're passionate about helping others, if you're passionate about helping others in the marketing industry, if you're passionate about helping others increase their sales by marketing, then that's really where you come into play. My first thing is when you want to open up a business or you want to find out what you're passionate about, what is your why? So I start my week every week with three whys because I'm the one that wants to find a cure for lupus because I want to be the woman that schedules her day to reduce stress because I am the woman that wants a family. These are my three whys on a weekly basis. What are your three whys on your lifetime basis, on your yearly basis, on your monthly basis, on your weekly basis, on your daily basis? What are your three whys? If you find that your three whys are being repeated over and over and over again, then that is your passion. So my three whys, I never repeat mine for a weekly basis so that it wouldn't be be applicable to me because I'm used to this kind of format of my entire week and figuring out my why. But a lot of times when people are like, how'd you open a business? Er, that's your first mistake. It's not how I did it. It's why I did it. How you open up a business is different for me. It's different for you. It's different for every single industry and it's different for every single person. So it really focuses on that why. Why did I open up Barbara the Bay? Because I love community over competition. Because I love watching women come into the door and leave as friends. Because I wanted to build a community that not only encompasses women being friends, but their children being friends. There's a whole list of whys out there on why I chose to open up Bar by the Bay. There's a whole list of why you love what you do for your passion. So let's say your passion is playing hockey and you graduate from college and you find yourself in a job, but you like you're you have to fulfill your passion. So maybe that's getting a side job on coaching a hockey team. Maybe it's getting a gym membership at a local boutique fitness studio because had I not had Bar by the Bay, I would have joined, well, that's why I opened up Bar by the Bay too because there was no options out there. But if I was in back home in Oklahoma or back home in Carolina, I would be a member at that studio because that was my passion. My passion is spinning. My passion is bar. My passion is doing hot yoga with infrared heating to help my lupus. So really find that passion It answers the question on why. Why do you like it? Why do you do it? Why does this fulfill you? Why are you passionate about this? And if you can answer all those questions with that one answer, that is how you find your passion. Take a step back, think about it, and then be loud about the things that are important to you. I really want to emphasize the fact when I said be loud about your passions. And I only say this because as children, we're taught to have that hobby, to play that sport, to do what makes us happy. And then when we become adults and we enter adulthood, we slowly find out that whatever makes you happy isn't what gets you through life. So really, they're trying to tell us that 
we should do hobbies as we're growing up to keep us occupied. But then when we get older, focus on your job, focus on helping improve other people's businesses, which is why I went up my own business because that's what I was passionate about. And that's where my heart led me. And slowly but surely, my passion is going towards finding a cure for lupus and helping other people and Mind symptoms are helping others, and I submit everything that happens to me to research. I love Oklahoma Medical Research Foundation, Dr. Arian. She's amazing. What a kind heart and blessed soul that I have that, or that she has that helps my life tremendously. And so once you see that passion start to change, you figure out what your next whys are. Maybe your why at one point was to help the Hampton Roads community to become better in the fitness industry. Maybe now it's why because... Now I want to find a cure for lupus and help do all the research possible in order to find that. Sometimes your past kind of changed. Sometimes that road less traveled becomes a road very traveled because you finally take that step in the right direction and you're so passionate about something that becomes passionate for others. I don't want to keep you guys all day, but health and passion are so, so, so important to me. Whether it's being passionate about the person you love, being passionate with your family, being passionate about your hobbies, being passionate about where you want your life to go, it's all up to you. You are the main creator of your life. You make those decisions. You can figure out your why, and your why ultimately is your passion. And that's it for this lovely Monday, December 23rd. I hope you guys all have a great holiday season, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Merry Christmas to each and every one of you all. I love you and have a great and blessed holiday season. See you next week with my dad.